Welcome to the GTP show. I'm your host, Dylan, with my co-host, Jason. Hello. How you doing, Jason? You doing good? I'm actually doing pretty good today. I've been really busy designing a new website for us. Yeah, and it looks amazing. Can I just say that? Like, you sent me the link last night, and I was like, oh, dang. It looks nice. It's it's, it's fancy. Like We fancy, huh? Um, fancy. <laughs> It's a lot cleaner. Um, if you go ahead, click on it, check it out. No, if you think it sucks, then we'll go back to what we had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, so I'm hosting today, and we're talking about serving a servant, um, having a servant's heart, what it means to serve. Ooh. Um, I think we just got to dive right into it. Um, First thing I thought of, honestly, is I was thinking the greatest among you will be servant, you know, few. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2311 says that. I was like, well, I'm like, okay, the greatest among you will be serving. And I think that kind of ties in with last week's episode of Humble. Um, oh, yeah. You have to humble yourself to serve others. Because um, you can't have a prideful heart in doing that. I think like that's really big. Uh, by serving, you know, by serving and really humbling yourself, you have that servant's heart and to do all that because you can't go in thinking having that pridefulness and I'm amazing. I'm going to help you because then it's like people aren't able to receive well. It's like like being like an over arrogant uh, superhero of sorts, you know, like. Here I am. I'm here to help you, peasant. Like, you can't, like, that's no way showing love. And part of serving, showing God's love, I think mm-hmm. is really huge. Well, we're supposed to be Christ like. And you can see in Mark 10 45, it says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. So if we're supposed to live Christ like, we're supposed to be serving others so that's yeah this is a great topic yeah um i just i was feeling like you know after we did humbling uh, humble i was like well i think that's a really good one to do um mm-hmm. i think you know i've got a couple of verses first lined up because uh, i'm leading it and i was thinking about it um in the same way have- let your light shine before others they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. So it's like you get that serving people and doing good things that, I mean, you get heavenly treasure stored up too, which is another reason to do it, but it has to be the mm-hmm. content of your heart. I yeah. think people, people in church are like, Oh yes, I'll go do this. And they want to like, a lot of people get caught up in like that. Look at me. Look, I do this for the church. I, I do all this. I'm such a good person. Pat my back. Like, and that's the wrong mindset and the wrong hearts. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that a lot. There's always that one, you know, person's like, I don't hate twenty percent, and I do this, and you know, I think you know those people that really do serve and like spend their time and give that like you know the difference and it's genuine Mm -hmm. i think it's the key because the serving god you have to be genuine when you serve god you know because we have Mm -hmm. to seek the kingdom first and his righteousness 
um, things yep. that were given to you as well. That's Matthew six thirty three. Um, just yeah, I think serving. You know, I think like the washing of the feet. You know, mm-hmm. look at who Jesus did that for. Yep, I actually have like, um, notes on name? that. You have you have any notes on that? Yeah. And one of my many many verses, <laughs> um, you're you're right though. Is it's that? I mean, it doesn't say it just the one that Mark ten forty five that I said. Even in Matthew twenty twenty eight, it also refers to that a man did not come to serve to but to serve. So, um, the washing of feet was one of the stories that I like. You're saying that I remember very well, where he, he was saying like, "Do you see?" Um, uh, it was John 13 section of that in, I'm pretty sure it's in verse 12 where Jesus actually washed their feet and put on his outer clothing. He reclined. And then he said to them, do you know what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are speaking rightly since this is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher has washed your feet, you also ought to wash another's like one another's feet. And I have, uh, for I have given you an example that you should also do as I have done for you, which we are called to follow Christ and do what he does. And so he's showing that as a servant, like serving others, we are a servant to God and we do what he commands us and what he shows us. And so we do it too. So it's that, like you said, humbly understanding that we are at the mercy of the Lord and his will and his plan and then knowing that us, we are not better or over others, but we're here to serve, to show the serve that Jesus did for others as well through his sacrifices and through what he wants us to do. So, I mean, at this point, you can see like they were they came back at him. And I think it's in verse 16 where he was like, uh, oh, no, it was Jesus still in 16 where he's like, I, tr- I truly I tell you, a servant's not greater than his master. And a messenger is not greater than the one who sent him. So if you know these things, you're blessed if you do them. So that's something really cool that you're you were talking about. It's just like, yeah, that that is like your pride is out the door at that point. Like <laughs> there is no such thing as pride. You are before and knowing that you're serving others, even to the point to washing someone's feet. Um, yeah. There's more context to why it's washing feet. Like that was something like these guys wore sandals everywhere. You know how mm-hmm. stinky rank these feet were? Like how often did they bathe? How often did they wash their feet? These people were walking <laughs> for miles and not bathing as much as we do nowadays. <laughs> just I could only imagine. Because honestly, just, oh, coaching gymnastics for close to a decade. <laughs> and you're barefoot. Mm-hmm. You know, for mm-hmm. a good part of the day, and I also, mm-hmm. you know, never wearing shoes. Period. You know, whether I was at work yeah. or there, my feet, are, you know, they were pretty uh, right at the end of the day. So, and you know, and I and I showered. So and I still showered and stopped. But you know, <laughs> but <laughs> I think, like, oh my gosh, I could not imagine like mm. how callous and how just disgusting it must have been. Like. Ugh. Right, like, I you know, and then to wash somebody's feet, like 
that's not like the the most cleanliest thing, you know. No, no. especially not in those days. You know, picture picture this: the the creator of everything, the one who created, who was, and is, and always will be, the one who designed everything to be exactly the way they wanted it to. And the one who is there to save you comes in human form to show himself to us in a human form and to save us from the penalty of death or penalty of sin, which is death. And to save us, he washes, he like he comes down in human form and the God of everything washes these guys' feet. Like the concept of that is just so insane because it's like, if you were God and you created everything, you come to earth and the people you created stink the high heaven. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to get down and get close to these people's feet where it really stinks. And then I'm going to wash it. <laughs> like that's, that's such a serving, like a servant. Like I'm here to serve you like this. You don't understand what's, what's happening. And, and, and it's cool because you even see it with, with Jesus. He was like, uh, in the end of verse 12, he literally's like, do you know what I've done for you? Like, do you understand this? Like, you are calling me Lord of Lords, King of Kings, teacher, the master. You, you see what I've done. This is what I'm telling you to do. And you are not greater than someone else. And if you know these things and abide by it, you will be blessed. But that's intense. That's an intense. That's an intense way to say that. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think is it's. It was the ultimate, I mean, the ultimate servant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, comes down like you said uh, as man. Not only that, but he serves us by going upon the cross, mm-hmm. which is I think is what you know the biggest way you can serve. Mm-hmm. He could have served us at all. You know, he, he served others by healing and by eating people. You look in like in Matthew and you know it's five, I think. He feeds a thousand thousands of people. He does it again. He served people by teaching them and leading them toward God. Mm-hmm. Then feeding them and healing them, raising people from the dead. He served his whole entire ministry. His life was his whole mm-hmm. ministry. And then, mm-hmm. you know, even in his death, he's still serving. Mm-hmm. Death and resurrection. Yeah, the resurrection. Because through the resurrection, through <clears throat> the salvation that we have through Jesus, we are saved because mm-hmm. he served us. Best, like you I mean the most and the biggest way he could by dying for us for our sins. Just, yeah, I mean the ultimate sacrifice, ultimate humbling of yourself. You could do is to die to yourself, mm. die to your flesh. Yeah, if you want to read the the story of the that where Jesus feeds five thousand because with the five loaves and two fish, that's Matthew fourteen thirteen to twenty one. Um, good, good, good passage there. Yeah. I have a pulpit for this topic, but I'm gonna like, let you Let's continue. Let's do it, man. Pulpit it up, man. <laughs> um, okay, I'll pulpit it up a little bit. 
So it if if you I love reading a lot of the New Testament, obviously. I love reading all of it, but I've been reading um first Peter, second Peter, and like that section, that area of the Bible. Um and recently I was actually reading First Peter four ten, which first Peter four was the recent chapter, but I was the verse in there is really important to what you're talking about, your topic. First uh, Peter four ten says, "As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace." And if you don't know the context here, is First Peter four one through eleven? Um, it's just urging Christians to take on Jesus' attitude towards suffering. It also says that we should see it as an expected part of fulfilling God's purpose for us on earth and those willing to endure suffering for Christ is set the course of their lives from um from mind numbing sins, stuff like that. And this is true when it when those who still commit those sins badmouth them, etc. So with this verse, you can see Peter continues describing how Christians should live in response to the knowledge uh that the end of all things is near, which you can read in verse seven, knowing that Christ could return at any time should affect our thinking. And this is still true to the day. And we, as Christians or believers, should not excessively invest ourselves in a world that is passing away. We should be not diverting ourselves with whatever pleasures we can find to indulge in. Instead, we should be managing our minds from effective uh, or effective praying and love each other deeply, including sharing our homes and food with other Christians in need or other believers in need. Um, in this verse, Peter says that we should take a very different view from others in the world about anything we might call ours. Uh, first, he implies that we must see whatever we have as a gift from God, everything. Your life, your money, your wealth, your house, your food, your everything is a gift from God, period. So, after all, we have we have nothing which God has not given to, up to us. And guess where that says that? James 1, 17. <laughs> I had to bring in James. <laughs> but, but it's always second, James. It's, it's always James. Always but, James. But second, we should see whatever we have been given as an opportunity to serve other Christians or other believers or other people who need it. In other words, we should not view anything which is ours as off-limits for us in serving others. And that's, that's an, I think that, that's my pulpit, basically. It's just that, you know, every good thing we have is ours only by God's grace and intended to be used for his purposes. And to fail to use God's gifts to us to serve others is to fail to be a good steward. And using everything we have to serve each other is part of fulfilling our purpose as God set apart people. That's my pulpit. That is a good pulpit. It's like good. That's right on like, you know, it's right on the on the on the head of the nail. Mm. No, I just yeah. I don't know why I keep thinking about serving and everything. And uh, you know, I think it's like it takes a good leader to serve. True. It takes you know it's it's uh it's a not always a glamorous thing to serve. Um, I put it. I think about it in sports wise. Like uh-huh. I think of like. Basketball, I think of the the point guard position, hand the ball. They serve, you know, they pass the ball. They get the assist. They serve it up. 
mm-hmm. you know, I, that's what I think about. I think, you know, it, there's a lot of things I think I always correlate, you know, cord, coordinate, coordinate. Like, yeah. Gosh, things with sports. I think a lot, um, I think like when I play basketball, I think of like when I play with my buddy Jalen, mm-hmm. like he likes to dish me the ball inside, you know, I'll dish it to him out. Like if you serve one another, it also helps the load and it mm-hmm. can bring you know bring the best out of somebody too because that you know right that whole pay it forward thing. so like oh let me help serve somebody else and i'll let me pay for this person ahead of me behind mm-hmm. me you know i feel like that's something that you know culture sees it and they're like oh that's a nice thing to do mm-hmm. you know Anybody who doesn't, you know, necessarily know God, see that they're like, "Whoa, that's that's really cool. That's so nice that people would do that." For us, it's going like, "No, that's what we're called to do." I think necessarily we don't necessarily get we don't get caught up in that enough. Like, oh yeah, I I can do that later. Mm-hmm. I think of like the ladies at church. Um, like right now, we're trying to move into our our. Well, our old youth room, Jason, mm-hmm. <laughs> is the kids' <laughs> new youth room because it has to be fixed up. Because the upstairs one, yeah, oh yeah, the upstairs huh? okay. one. We're meeting in the old little like meeting room because we, yeah, yeah, because the windows have to get fixed. There's nails in the walls. Like yeah. the pastor's wife is in there, like getting these nails out of the wall, mm-hmm. like fixing that, like. You know, I'm not just to brag on her because, like, she's serving her church. Mm-hmm. She's serving, like, because her kids are part of that youth. Like, people that go out of their way and to serve. Mm-hmm. It's so cool because I'm like, I know that there's people like, you know, I should be out there helping more and doing stuff, you know. But, you know, I've been a little busy with the whole, you know, wedding planning that had to go on and be done and everything. So, Right. I hope she understands that. Um, listening, I thank you for listening, Chrissy. It's awesome. Um, hope we get in there sometime soon because, like, there she sees. You know, I serve the youth. That's what I can do. That's where mm-hmm. I shine the most. But the other people serve in so many other ways, whether it's through different ministries and sorts. But like little things that go behind the scenes that help people. I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Because those type of actions that speak louder, um, like you know, people have like I know this one 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 person, a friend, he wanted to bless my, like uh, our family with a computer. Mm-hmm. He went and used his own money to bless our family with the computer because we needed one. All working at home and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not working, and then went and got one. It's things like that where it's like. It's not because you're like, oh yeah, it's all about me, but it's like, let me help. Mm-hmm. I think that's the hugest, the biggest thing about serving. It's just, it's the heart. It just, it, it's all I can keep thinking about is the heart. It's, it's a matter of the heart. Mm-hmm. I can keep saying it a lot because it is. <laughs> like, you can sit there. Like, I think of like, you know, you can see the people on TV, the big online media pastors and stuff like that. Like, you know, like, oh, and you have to serve. You have to give. We need your money. Donate and everything. I'm going like, people 
that's my biggest thing I have a problem with mm-hmm. with uh, churches that are I like they have they have a little mini pulpit sermon. Mm-hmm. You need to donate. You need to serve and give us your money. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know what? Not everybody has money to give. Mm-hmm. You know, like, some people they might have had to use their whole paycheck to just to pay rent and to survive. They don't have the ten percent to give, right? If that's the case. They have their time they can give. Like, they're able to serve in other ways, and I've been told that by a pastor. Like, well, no, you you know have to give ten percent. Well, I'm like, yeah. Okay, what the, what about the mom that's got four kids? <laughs> you know, that's doing it on her own or something. Mm-hmm. Like, like no. That mom needs to be taken care of by the church. Mm-hmm. She can donate by helping out, you know, with children's ministry. Maybe she needs to help getting on her feet. Mm-hmm. Like, how are we to say that? No, you're not doing it right if you can't give. Everybody has that financial responsibility or has that ability to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you are, then good. Serve your church, bless somebody. I don't, you know, 10% of your time or, you know, whatever you have. That's my personal belief. People might disagree with it. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> go I for it. Stuff to, I got stuff to back you up. Um, so if you don't know, if you go to our website, gospeltruthproject.com, you go to blogs, there's one there that says tithing. The tithing for the modern day Christian. Um, now, that blog, I highly recommend reading it because, Dylan, you're, you're touching on more of the tithing, giving your time back to God kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the, how in-depth um, that blog post is, I highly recommend going and reading that. We, and we will do an episode dedicated to tithing. Um, but I will, I will agree that there, there's a place to where, uh, in the Bible, it's really consistent that we give with a cheerful heart. Second uh, Corinthians nine seven says that we give with a cheerful heart because God's a cheerful giver. Um, Acts twenty thirty five it says that um, we it's more to bless than to be blessed. Um, I think it's Luke six thirty eight which talks about um, for the measure you use, it will be measured back to you, like that kind of stuff. And then other people, I've had this question before because of it. They're like, hey, so if, you know, I don't, I'm not cheerful about giving, like, then if you're giving to just get praise from people, if you're giving to just receive the, oh, he's doing nice thing, um, I will use a Bible insult and say you're exactly. a son of a perverse and rebellious woman because <laughs> that is an insult from the Bible in First Samuel. But... <laughs> You know, I also, in, I sorry, don't mean to cut you off, but I was thinking about an axe. I want to say it's around it's 10, it might be 9 or 8. But the husband and wife in the early church were like, did you give everything to us? They're called they give everything and join you know, the first church, basically. And they're like, husband comes in. We did, even though they took a good, you know, some of the money, mm-hmm. and they hid it. And they God struck him down dead. And his wife comes in like ten minutes. And they're like, like, "Hey, uh, he's like, she's like, have you seen my husband?" He's like, "Hey, did you guys give everything?" And she's like, "Of course, 
Boom, she's stricken down dead too, right there. Like people oh. use that. And like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Acts Acts 12. You're talking about Herod. 12. I knew it was around 10. Just taught yeah. on it like a couple weeks ago. I'm like <laughs> Um because But I think yeah, know, that says a lot too. But see once again, like their heart was no. I we need to have a, a fallback. They're not fully trusting God and mm-hmm. serving. I've heard people try to use that as a combatant to like what I'm saying. I'm like, yes, I understand. But like, see, they were well wealthy and they were trying to keep some of their wealth because like, no, no, no. Why would I, you know, I don't want to give all my money to God because what if something happens that doesn't work out? It's like, no, you have to give 100%. Mm-hmm. I think that's also like speaks in the, your relationship with Jesus. You have to yep. give your whole, you have to serve him fully with all of your heart. All of your mind, all of your soul, because if you don't, like you're just you're just half butt in it. You're just you're not even trying. You know, be hot or I be mean, cold or be spit out into the flames. I mean, what exactly did I just go over? I mean, that's part of it, right? It's the whole idea that that everything your mentality's wrong. Your mentality should be that everything given to you is from God. And and the the crazy thing is is that people don't understand when you accept Christ, you're given the Holy Spirit, and that's not the end of it. The Holy Spirit changes you, transforms you. Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen says the old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. And that's talking about if you, as a Christian in Christ, is a new creation. You have Romans twelve one through twenty one. Read that whole section. It talks about that kind of stuff. Romans twelve two. Uh, Psalms 51.10 says that I created me a new heart. <laughs> Hebrews 4.14. Um, then there's verse after verse after verse that says that you are transformed with the renewing of your mind and the renewing of your heart and your soul. And that every single thing, like I said before, every single little thing that you have as, a, as everything, you understand, change your mentality, that everything you have is a gift from God. And if you change that mentality, then it's really easy to give up stuff for God, because it's not yours. Everything that is yours is his. And acting like that changes everything. Because when you start giving to God, it says he'll bless you for it. And you start showing it and letting that go, it's blessings come back. And it's true. And I'm not going to sit here and brag. I'm not going to share any of the stories that I have about this stuff, because I'd rather keep it quiet, because it's worth keeping quiet. But in the long run, I've seen it where... I've given and I've I've shared with people and I've I've done things that are using what I had or barely had to bless others because God was calling me to do it. And I've seen it come back. And that's the cool thing is I, I've seen it come back. And some things I'm still waiting for a comeback, and that's okay. In his timing, not mine. And that is really important to understand a serving heart. You live to serve. You're not living to to occasionally serve when you see fit. It's not your life. It's not your stuff. It's not your your wants, your desires. It's God's. That's sacrificing yourself for him to show him you have the ultimate love for him and that you really are dedicated to who he is. Another pulpit, my bad. <laughs> Good. You know, hey, those little pulpits, I think, are you know what we need sometimes. I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, like I forget when it was. I it was a couple years back. Um, 
I was at the when I was at the uh the Samoan church, the full gospel tabernacle uh, mm-hmm. church. I remember you know we're Pastor Jr. was talking about serving and and receiving blessings too. And it's like mm-hmm. you know you have to uh, you know if you want to receive a blessing from God, ask for it, pray for it, mm-hmm. and if you follow Him, you know He He'll bless you. You ask, He may give you a yes or a no. I remember Him, you know, asking like, "Hey, does anybody here want a blessing?" Nobody mm-hmm. in the whole church raised their hand. When like That's... nobody wants them, I'm like, okay, raised my hand. I shot it up. I'm like, I'll take it. If nobody wants it, I'll take it. <laughs> like, I believe he can do it. You know, you have to have, you know, I, I serve him. I, he wants to bless me. He bless me. And next week at work, I got a hundred dollar tip. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank you. Like, I right. was, I was full in my stepping out and really ready to serve him. And that, you know, I feel like, and you know, because the thing is, I actually talked to the people that there where I was working for the birthday party that I was working and talking to them like, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, actually, I, you know, I'm a pastor and like, you know, I just they're like, you're so good with kids. And I said, well, that's my I want to, you know, that's where I'm called serve and do that. Uh, you know, I, you know, Jesus, God is giving me the ability like, oh, my gosh, you're a Christian. That explains so much. We're, you know, we love God, God fearing people. They actually had, they had me like pray for the food. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my, this is the coolest party ever. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, you know, like you want your, the coach to pray for the food and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so that just having the heart to serve and then God will bless you too. That's the thing is that, you know, and, but it's in his time. So you can't expect it. Like I want it right now mine right now sometimes you know it's like well you have to wait jason okay no (laughs) (laughs) it's um this reminds me actually galatians uh in galatians 5 verse 13 galatians 5 13 it says um for you were called to be free brothers and sisters only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for flesh but serve one another through love so the cool thing is, is that with Galatians 5, uh, if you don't know, if you haven't read it, the context for Galatians 5, uh, context for Galatians 5 is actually verse 1 through 15. Um, if you haven't read it, I recommend reading it because it says it focuses on what those in Christ should do with their freedom in Christ. First, we must guard it. And then especially for those who w- would pressure us to follow the law instead, Paul was confident for the Galatians would resist the one leading them in the wrong direction. And um, not to waste our freedom in Christ to selfishly serve ourselves. Instead, serve others in love. So the, if you want to, I highly recommend reading that section because of, it's really important to understand that we are free in Christ. And that freedom, we understand what is what we should do and what we shouldn't. And so that's kind of like what the benefit to that freedom is. So Yeah, no, that's good. A little pulpit right there, but that's exactly what we need. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, see, you, you go on those tangents sometimes. I'm like, man, I don't know what to say right now. I'm like, <laughs> um, because uh, then you know, somebody uh, you said Paul, they're like, oh, he got bit by a venomous snake and lived. Like that is true. 
it's 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 crazy to start getting into like the miracles of the Bible and what it talks about, which we'll we will have to do an episode on miracles and uh that I'll dibs. I call dibs on miracles. I'm gonna host that one. I'm gonna put it on your list. New you, you also it, you volunteered you also volunteered to host the episode called Dylan's Sarcasm. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that on the calendar. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, um, <laughs> dang. And honestly, it's... And... Uh, I'm just thinking about serving, man. Serving is like... I think a lot of it, too, is like... the. I just think... I think I have passion for it. Like, I think about like the missionary work I've gotten to do. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That's, you know, not to be like, oh, look at me, I've done this and I'm bragging about it, but it's like, it's truly, if you have not had the opportunity to go mm-hmm. serve somewhere outside of your community, like saying it has to be a whole different country, um, but really get to go outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I have to rely on God. Mm-hmm. You have to just serve, like listen yep. and just serve him. Is Angie? I know. Did you ever you went with the Ho- do the Hopi tribe, right? Oh yeah, multiple times. So like you know, it's going like the different language, different culture. You know, my Spanish yeah. is muy malo. It's not. It's. it's <laughs> I understand some. I know what I'm being yelled at. You know, you can order me. <laughs> I can order my food. Very well. Order the um, food. You see me with your last name being Spanish and being Mexican, you'd be I'd be a little better at it, but it's okay. It's fine. Um you can tell I'm pretty whitewashed. Um <laughs> it was Jason, so it's okay. It's fine. It's just the way <clears throat> we came. It's all good. Um I think just to serve and have the opportunity to go out, go somewhere you're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Like it's huge because the serve there is just you have to rely, and you mm-hmm. have to humble yourself. You have to be willing to be a servant and just listen to mm-hmm. what God's calling you to serve, instead of just trying to make it your own call. You're really just whatever God's saying to do. You just gotta go do it. Like like we said, Matthew 20, verse 28, that section, 25 to 28, but talks about how, you know, your master, you're not over the master of messengers, not over the message, like the, that kind of stuff. And verse 23, 11, Jesus reiterates that. He reclaims it in a very short verse so that there's no mistakes about it. He said, the greatest among you shall be your servant, which is awesome because people are like, well, that's confusing because yeah. and he's like, stop being confused. This is what it is. Like you are to live to serve. <laughs> uh, it's not confusing. Uh, serve. Serve. Oh, it's <laughs> that one worship song. Serve and be served by you. Uh, is it worship? Song? Come on, Mister! I play thirty-five thousand instruments and know how to sing and all that. 
be served by you. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be stuck in my head. I'm gonna, like think of it as soon as we're done recording, and I'm gonna be like, oh, that's what it was. Sir, um, like, uh, is it like we'll serve the Lord or no? To be served by you. The, be served by you, and he goes, whoa, something like that. Well, what worship song does it have? Was they break uh, down every like Curtis Chap- every Curtis Chapman song ever imagined? Yeah. <laughs> they always do that though. Thing with it, huh? you know, they go like the Hallelujah. They're like Hallelujah. Like, yeah. Sorry, you already just had to hear me sing a little bit. That's rough. <laughs> oh no, what's this? Oh, I see your listeners just declined. It's it's, it's deadlining. No, um. <laughs> there's a reason i'm a youth pastor and not a worship pastor i i i was on the worship team for a long time and any worship song that says that (laughs) so it's like worship songs are only supposed to be like to god not hey you did something for me forget that like i i hate that stuff because it's like worship means to glorify them and only them like, don't bring me into it because it's not about me. This is about serving God. Yes. Yeah, so worship would be a really good one to do too. I should have done that. I'll change my calendar up a little bit. I got some. Yeah, you're going to. No, it is never locked in. Let's be honest. It's like, oh, ideas. It's, a it's rough like oh, draft. <laughs> it's always a rough draft until we record <laughs> the episode, and right. it's not. It's like, yep, this is here. It is. Oh, oh man. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark nine. I just remembered. Uh, Mark chapter nine. It's talk like it's about. If you haven't read it, it's uh, it contains the account of Jesus transfiguration stuff like that. Three disciples witness him. So that's a good point because at verse uh, thirty five, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure you can always check me on that one. Mark nine thirty five. It should say sitting down. Jesus called the twelve and said. Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. And obviously Jesus is, uh, if you don't know the first, that word first is from a Greek root, uh, Greek root word, protos. Um, it means first in influence, honor, rank, and everything. So it means that the chief of the disciples, servant, is from the Greek root word, uh, diakonos. Um, which simply means one who acts on the desire of another, which is going back to humility of last year, last episode, not last year, last episode. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's something really important to understand is that when it's talking to serve others, it's like they're they're more important. Like you're serving them in the sense that they that that's more important. So. Um, I definitely fail. I have failed on this, and I and I do fail on this occasionally because, you know, I I I sometimes think of myself very highly, which is an issue because it's prideful, and that gets in the way of humility and being able to serve others and uh, do things as if someone else's wants and desires and what they want to do is more important than my own. So you're saying you need to like humble yourself. Yeah, going right back to last week's episode. <laughs> I still didn't learn it, apparently. There's little things I noticed that I do because of that. I was like, man, I really need to work on this more, which obviously is good because that that is showing uh, 
like uh, I saw a pastor. He said, the closer you get to God, the more sinful your life looks. And that was part of it. It was just understanding that as I get closer to God, understanding him, the more I realized, man, I really need to work on my, my crap. <laughs> I need to kind of get this together a little bit better. <laughs> so, yeah, like um, you need to do is it sounds like you need to go listen to episode one of season two again. <laughs> and you need to, you know, either on Spotify, Apple, you know, whatever it is. Is it Apple Podcast? That's what they have. Dude, Podcast, have... Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Go listen to it again, Jason. No, you were uh, there I... for the recording because I was also there. Um, but <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. I, I, okay. So I'll also yeah, hold we're... myself and listen to it again. Um, <laughs> we're. Dude, we're if anybody doesn't know, we're on if you if you really have a hard time listening to this podcast, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Samsung Podcast, you name it, we're there. So if you have a hard time listening here, wherever you're listening at, there's a plenty oh, and YouTube. I forgot YouTube. <laughs> I was so about we're on to everything. Say YouTube. I was like, how could you forget the YouTubes and you get a little photo, the little I forgot the YouTubes. Yeah, you get the photo of whatever because like I said, season two, we have like the actual like photo graphic for each episode now, which it's is cool. a lot of work, but <laughs> it's it looks it. so good. Jason Jason does a great job. He, you know, by serving me, serving God, you know, doing that. Well, you know, you you, you serve God, but you also help do things which serves me in order to help yeah. do this and it's a team. I I I okay. I know this is off topic, but just because, like, I I kind of wanted to share because it's really cool. I, I, and we said it before. The most popular episode we had was "What Is the Church." It was the most popular episode. <clears throat> Number one most popular episode now is the intro episode one, which means a lot of people are actually starting to tune in to what we've. They start from the beginning because it's a podcast, right? And then. The second most popular just passed up the church episode, which is what is Bible deconstruction? That just passed up as the number two most watched uh, or listened to in general. So uh, it's interesting to see which episodes are like reign supreme for the longest time and then how it changes. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I, uh, episode one was like we were just getting together trying to figure out what we're doing. <laughs> to what we do now i was in mexico like <laughs> you were in mexico <laughs> years ago or something like that like yeah to record a I'm... podcast i'm like dude let's do it december 2nd dude. 2022 and you're like well what are you doing i'm like i'm oh, like no, wait I'm... october i need mute Sorry. on accident and muting myself um... <laughs> my gosh yeah i'm like, no, I'm like, you're like what mute. are you free i'm like well, I landed in Mexico around like three. Yeah. Now I became like an hour ahead of you because mm-hmm. they're like two hours ahead where we were. Whatever. Yeah. I were at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I forget, but I was like, sure, let's record. I yep. had like some earphones. I just plugged into my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, rec- we're just recording it. Yeah. And 
know, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just use my Galaxy Buds and keep recording with my earphones. And, and I listened to season one over again. I was like, oh, gosh, no. <laughs> Anybody who's gone through season one and listened to it, I'm just saying, like, God bless you, because, like, microphone was not the greatest on my end. Um, hopefully, you know, the new microphone, it's better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about really having a servant's heart. A servant to listen to that with the mic. Um, God provides. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's kind of crazy. I just thought that was interesting. I was like, our number one episode, it just got bumped down over this last week, and oh, I am wrong. They just changed this too. Whoa, you're wrong. There's- no, the Everybody... intro is still our number one. Okay. But Prosperity Gospel, what is it? Is number two now. It just updated. Ooh. Salvation, what does it mean? Is number three now. Really? Number four is let's talk about sin. And then we got number five is Bible deconstruction. Nope. Number five is theories, ideas, and Christianese. Oh my. <laughs> oh. Some of these, like, I don't even remember some of them now, to be honest. Like, <laughs> really, <laughs> like four or five episodes in, I'm like, oh, that's right, huh? We did talk about that. Uh, uh, yeah, we, the we... list because we're talking about our new, you know, season two, what we're gonna do. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, we already talked about that, didn't we? I'm like, oh, I'm like, I need to actually look and plan. So, mm-hmm. our, our least popular episode from season one was. Uh, I mean, outside of season finale, because it's been out the least. Yeah. Um, that is. Oh, shoot. Does Jesus claim to be God? Wow, that's our least. Which is kind of sad. He does claim to be God. He, do, he hey, does. You know what? Let's try or, to make that. Try to make that number one. What we should try to shoot for. I I think I think it might be so low on the list just because a lot of our listeners are are, are true Christian followers. Most of them, like majority of them, are like church outreach, yeah. etc. Which so which makes sense. Them, so it's like yeah, they'll look at this. that and be like, we know that he does. Like, <laughs> so what you guys need to do? What we're silly? What he's saying is you need to share that with your non. Christian friends, they can hear two annoying dudes talk about. What? No, that that's for all the Mormons out there, the Muslims out there, and the Jehovah Ooh. Witnesses out there. That's what that episode's for. Yeah, share it with somebody who maybe is you know questioning things too. But, you know, we don't need to keep plugging. I don't know. We're yeah, yeah. We sorry, we took a little short window there we just did. to talk about stuff, we and did. that's okay. But no, like, because, um, you know, we think we just want to, you know, it's a good little put in here and I like a little thank you for yeah. you know, giving up an hour of your time, whether it's, you know, every week or every so often, just to listen to us and you know, support what we do, um, serve you, and to be blessed. Because I'm not going to lie, when we see people reviewing it, we're like, you know, I get a text right away from Jason, like, yo check this out it really we appreciate you guys so much if you guys are new to listening to it thank you for giving us a shot um 
Where have you been? Appreciate it. Like, you know, we're, we're doing this. We, we, we do this because we want to, we want to, you know, serve people. We want people to hear the good news and, you know, our tendencies are never to offend anybody just to vocalize our point. Um, if it offends you, you, sorry, bummer. Our point, not even our point. It's, it's, it's the Bible. We're reading the Bible. Well, if, we, if we represent Christ and we are Christ-like, no, it that's what I mean. It ain't my opinion. No, it's God's. We're just we're just the figureheads. Are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just the mouthpieces. Yep. Yeah, I agree to that. Yeah, uh, I, I was just more like saying, like <laughs> when it comes to the Bible, it's like we are not trying to tell you this is our opinion. This is what this is. We're taking topics and talking about these subjects that people might have questions about. Taking those questions and saying. Well, let's see what the Bible says about them. <laughs> Read the word, and that's what we do. Yeah, what Jason said. Um, what Dylan said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I just can't. I can't, you know, this this nothing else. I can think about serving is you know, women serve your husbands, and uh, yeah. No. I'm, oh my I'm just God. joking. There's two, <laughs> we've Lord talked about it before. This about boy. It before. Listen. The more that goes into it. Listen. It also says in women, uh, women serve your husband. Go on. And men, if they don't like that, I'm just joking. No, it says that men treat your wives like God treats the church. He serves us. So you serve your wife as your wife serves you. You serve each other as a team. As a team, yes, yes, yes. As okay, a team, uh, because... We will need to have a whole episode on relationships, my man, because it, it's really easy to be like... There, so many teachers out there nowadays are like, I'm the head of the house, so I make decisions. My wife has to suck it up. And it's like... I mean, uh, sure. Okay, I'm only I'm only a little bit into this marriage thing. I'll tell you now, that's not how it works. (laughs) I've been doing this for (laughs) seven, eight years now. Shoot, I'm I'm saying you should know how many years, Jason. Twenty-seven, seven, seven, yeah, seven years. But (laughs) it's it's still. I had to think about it. It's been what? It's been a bit. But it, it still comes down to, like, I'm not perfect. And I know I'm not perfect. I suck at a lot of times when it comes to my marriage. And I fail. And that's that will happen. And that just is me owning up to it in humility, saying, like, I messed up because I did not do what I needed to do. But there, there's a really strong definition about roles of a man and a woman in a marriage because of the same side of the coin. And I said same side of the coin because you are one thing. You are one. It's then, and people like to t- say, Bible says that I get to do whatever the frick I want to my woman, or I have to tell her what to do. And it's like, nowhere in the Bible does it say, men, command your woman. And it doesn't. And when the Bible talks about relationships, sorry, I'm not going to go on this tangent, but long story short, do. We'll, have to do, we'll have to do a whole episode on it. Yeah talking about it because it is a very crucial thing relationships and marriage yeah Yeah. and serving each other like because we're on the topic of serving 
it's a serving, it's a mutual serve because you're both one body now. That's not like two separate people trying to live life like what the world says marriage is. Biblical marriage is like you are united, you are one. There's no more if you and me, it's we. It's you guys are together as a unit. So you guys don't keep stuff from each other. You don't hold stuff back from each other. And you definitely do not do stuff behind each other's backs. You work together as one. You have roles within that oneness to amplify and to make the unit work stronger. But you serve each other. So that's how I tie it into the serving. And we'll have to do a whole episode on it because I have really strong opinions about it on what the Bible says about it. (laughs) Of it. Because, you know, it's, it's passion. It's it's there and something, you know, that's important to both of us. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I think we're ready to wrap it up, huh? Yeah, I mean, this is a little, little more sh- final point. Uh, the only, if I, if I have a final point, I'll say conclusion. We okay. see in the Bible, conclu- without a shadow of a doubt, that Jesus came to serve and has called us to be like him. Jesus wants us to serve others as if they are more important than us and that he'll bless us for it because not because we are required to, not because we are told to do it, but because we are cheerfully doing it because we understand that what's ours is not ours. It's God's. And if God tells you, hey, you're going to bless that person over there by giving them this, you are excited to do it because it's so awesome to bless people. It's such a good feeling to see someone light up and it's like, why the frick are you helping me? And you're like, because God's telling me to do this and I'm helping you. Like, and to see that on people's face and like some of the stuff that I've, I've done in my life to do it. And there were people there to witness it, but I did it. Just, I tried to do discreetly frick. And then that doesn't always work. But um, I remember without going too much detail, like I went to, we were hanging out downtown and I remember long story short, there was someone that was homeless always in in that situation in that area. And they just had a sign up. I read the sign and I wanted to contribute and I did. And I remember I was with a lot of friends at the time. And so I went to the bathroom but I didn't. I went to the front line, ordered from food, and gave it to him. And I remember sitting there next to him and talking to him a little bit because I was like, I'm not just, I'm going to give you food, but I want to make sure you're okay. And when I did, I remember walking away crying because it's such an intense thing to see someone sit there and being blessed. And you can feel like the Holy Spirit just like guiding you in it and just showing them that love. And I I remember walking away with tears in my eyes and like, wow, God, thank you for showing me this. And at that time, I was really tight on money. I did not have funds to do that, but I did it. And it was it was it was just a whole new thing to like experience like the presence of God so strongly and just like bless you. And one of the friends I was with saw what I did, which I was trying to be discreet, but they saw what I did and they actually ended up like crying to like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, mm, it's not my stuff. It's not my stuff. God gave me everything I have. So I give God everything back and he wanted me to do this. So I will, because that's what I'm called to do. And that is how we live. We live with the mindset that everything we have is God's. 
we gave it to God. And if you didn't, then you're not living correctly. You're not lined, aligned with him correctly. Everything you have is his, not yours. Your life, your wants, your stuff, your property, your everything is his. And if he wants you to use it, you use it because it's not yours. And you live that life like that. So if a conclusion is that <laughs> we live life like Christ, it's not my stuff. It's his. I gave it to him. Amen and amen. That was very well said. Um, gosh. Yeah. Okay. This is pray. I can't. This was <laughs> a conclusion for the conclusion. Um, oh, I think, yeah, we'll just close it in prayer. Um, can I, can I pray? Yeah, it's your episode, <laughs> even though I took over a lot. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Typical Jason. I love it. Um, no, um, oh dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to uh, do this podcast with my best friend. I just pray that, Lord, remember to have a servant's heart and to humble ourselves uh, while doing this. And we do it, you know, for the, the 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 kingdom, Lord, that we continue to build kingdom of the Lord of you of of God, and that everybody who listens to this would be blessed, Lord. That somebody receive a blessing out of this, Lord. And thank you for the opportunity, Lord, and uh, for all that you do provide, Lord, for the great. And thank you for serving us and all that you've done for us. Whether it be something big or something small. Pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Next week, I am in charge of the episode. And we're going to be talking about... We're going to flow through what you just said and what I said before. And we're going to go right into preaching and teaching. I don't know much about that. Mm. Oh. <laughs> It'll be a fun topic then. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's something you want to hear from a, a pastor. Pastor, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Preaching, yeah. teaching, what? You just open the Bible and tell the kids to read. No, imagine. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's good. But like, yeah, we're going to go in depth because obviously I think this works out, though, because this we went from humility to serving and then to leading. Now we're, you know, it's like a, it's like a yeah. cycle because you can't have the two without yeah. the next one. Because, <laughs> yeah, you have to have be able to, it to serve as a leader and humble yourself as a leader to teach. Mm-hmm. So, OK, oh, be a fun topic. Yeah. The week after that, Dylan sarcasm. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, we'll see. We'll see. You'll make some merch for that week. Give me a little T-shirt. Can you imagine? Wait, I'm totally gonna make a shirt that says Dylan sarcasm. Okay, I'll do it then. It with my GTP like, hat. Dylan sarcasm dash not Dylan's. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Let's just do those little plugs. Those you know, those plugs we gotta throw in. Um, make sure to follow us at the gospel of truth podcast.com for our website. You can find all of our social media there, our merch store, our blog post. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram now. Ooh. Uh, TikTok Web- website, website. You said wrong. <laughs> gospel, gospel truth, truth. Pro- project, not podcast. Yes. Gospel truth project.com. 
Okay, come <laughs> on. Podcast. Podcast will be on the project. Um, <laughs> and yeah, follow us there. Uh, we post vlogs weekly. Um, and uh, YouTube channels available there. Instagram, TikTok. Go subscribe to our iApple podcast because you get the episodes a week early and eventually we'll start adding some one-offs that are going to be available there. So it's cheap too. $4.99. It's not bad. I dropped the price tag. Oh my gosh, you did it. I did. I dropped it to $4.99 a month and uh, that will not change. It will stay $4.99 or you can buy the year for $40. Bucks. Hey, that's savings right there of like $20. Yeah, because that wow. way, and seventy five percent of all income comes goes into uh, charity, which is childhood cancer research. So it's a good cause. It definitely is. If not, if you know money's tight, we get it. Because we have you know, we have an outreach team. If you want to jump in, uh, and help you can. Out. We talk about serving. You can serve with outreach. It doesn't have to be financial. You you, you got. We'll take it. You, yeah, out, if you want to be a part of the outreach program, the outreach program basically just talks to churches and says, hey, we have a podcast that they want to get involved. We'd love to have one of their ministers as a guest, et cetera. Like, let's talk about this. Um, we're really open to that kind of stuff. But if you want to be part of the ministry team to outreach team for this, we you get a you get a hat. You also get uh, little cards as well, like business cards. So um, that kind of stuff is what is going to make a difference in the long run to make sure that we're spreading this ministry as best we can because it's all for glorifying God, helping others understand God and what the Bible says more, make it easier to understand is what I was trying to say and give it back to him with charities and stuff. So yeah. 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 Everything helps, whether it's your prayers, outreach, money. Um, yeah, that's all, you know, that's all we care about that you know give people opportunity to serve um so we said a stress and if not you know what just hit the follow button on the thing so you can see what we post and you can still share it like that too mm-hmm. I see you on the see, next one see you on the flippity flop bye <laughs>